The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. the show here on the Hoop Ball Network that has taken flight. We cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Tuesday, May 11th, after the Hawks matchup versus the Wizards last night, where, in the words of CB4, the movie with Chris Rock, very underrated movie, by the way, they made it by the sweat of their... Well, I can't really say that word on this program, but just know it was close, very close to a Hawks loss, but we win the game, so that's all that matters, but we'll talk through last night's game, the Pacers game on Thursday, even though I don't want to relive that game, and I'm sure you don't want to relive that game, as well as the playoff race, we'll dive into all of this after this plug for my bookie. If you like losing money, turn this off right now, but if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation, and all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL. To unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%. Just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them. But if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie. And the best thing is is that no cash is required to enter and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some, in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. Now, why am I bringing up old stuff? Why are you bringing up old stuff? Because I'm obligated to talk about it. Been busy the last few days recovering from the flu, finishing up final projects for school. Plus, that game was very disappointing for a lot of Hawks fans, including myself. So I wanted to kind of let that game breathe a little bit. The Hawks dropped the contest on Thursday versus the Pacers on the second night of a back-to-back after they blew the doors off the Phoenix Suns the night prior, in which the starters rested most of the fourth quarter, which I thought would give the Hawks a pretty good chance to still pull out the dub versus Indiana on the road. But, I mean, we do not know how hard it is personally, you know, with back-to-backs, but statistically and from the eye test, back-to-backs are hard to win, and that theory 
proved much so on Thursday night. The Hawks took a punch in the mouth early in that game and basically spent the whole game trying to catch up to the Indiana Pacers, who shot hot from the field. They were down by double digits most of the game, and the Hawks clawed their way back in the fourth quarter, but in the end could not take the lead from Indiana, who was just playing great basketball that night as the Hawks lost that game 133-126. So much news of displeasure and turmoil going on in Indiana, a team that is trying to fight for a play-in spot in the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference. They're trying to decide the course of their future as far as with their head coach. So this was a desperate team with their back against the wall, and they frankly needed to win more than the Hawks did. And I would not say that they wanted the Haw- wanted the game more than the Hawks because the Hawks fought hard to claw back into that game and try to win it. So it wasn't a matter of want. It was more so that the Pacers just needed to win that game. And it was not, like I said, it wasn't a matter of if the Hawks wanted to win the game too. I mean, everybody saw that they worked hard to come back in that game. But what well, was in question was the Hawks' defense in the first half. They gave up 72 points in the first half, and they started to tighten up in the second half. But by then, the damage had been done early, and that's why Indiana won the game. Karis LeVert down the stretch was huge for the Pacers. He was a bucket getter, hitting tough shot after tough shot as he ended the game with 31 points on 12 of 20 shooting from the floor, went 2 of 3 from three-point range, and dished out 12 assists. Demonis Sabonis was great as well as he added 30 points of his own, hitting all three of his three-point attempts. He dished out nine assists and eight rebounds. Great game from Sabonis. Still don't think he should have been an all-star over Trey Young, but I digress. TJ McConnell was an X-factor for the Pacers on Thursday night off the bench as he had 19 points, five dimes, and he se- it seemed like he had 20 steals because he was everywhere. But when you look at the stats, he only had four, but they were all so timely and in such huge moments. So his defense was just very invaluable for the Indiana Pacers. Solid contributions from the Holiday Brothers, Hothead McDermott, and Brissett as the Pacers shot 62% from the floor and 40% from three on Thursday night. The Hawks were not bad from the floor themselves or three-point range as they shot 51% from the floor and 40.5% from three-point range respectively. So they didn't shoot the ball poorly. Trey Young had a huge night that night. He had 30 points on 10 of 19 shooting and he dished out 10 assists. Bogdan Bogdanovich, who continues his hot ways, had 28 points, shooting 11 of 18 from the floor, and knocked down six of his 10 three-point attempts. John Collins was huge as well, and he has been playing great the last several games. And it seems like ever since I continued to call him out, it's not like he listens to me, obviously, but... It seems like we've seen a change in his game and his aggressiveness and him being initiated into the offense, and I love seeing it. I love seeing it because when John Collins is going along with all the other players on this Hawks team, it just makes this team more dangerous, point blank, period. And he's been having a wonderful three-game stint currently. John Collins had 25 points and seven rebounds on Thursday night. 
He shot 10 of 15 from the floor and knocked down two of five three-point attempts. Danilo Gallinari added 15 points off the bench. Capella unfortunately missed another double-double by one rebound. So the Hawks did enough to come back in this game, just not to win the game. You cannot let the other team shoot 62% from the floor. The Hawks did that the night prior versus Phoenix, but doesn't feel good when it happens to us. And we cannot give up 70-plus points in the paint or 70-plus points in a half. But, hey, it's one game. The Hawks can still win out to clinch the Southeast Division title and a top-six seed in the East. We're going to talk about last night's game and the standings currently. All right, and we are back. This Wizards series was always intriguing when I looked at the schedule, you know, with it being at the end of the season and knowing all that we know now, it's just such a timely series for the Hawks and as well as the Wizards on their end as far as the direction both of these teams are trying to go as far as the playoffs are concerned. As I said before, Wizards vying for a play-in tournament spot. They're one of the hottest teams in the league, and they have some exciting narratives surrounding this team, like Russell Westbrook, which after last night, he did pass Oscar Robinson for the most career triple-doubles in NBA history with 182 career triple-doubles. So congrats to Russell Westbrook himself, truly a Hall of Fame caliber player, and that is not debated for all you Russ haters and I know my boy Corbin. Shout out Corbin if you're hearing this program. I know Corbin is going to, you know, sing and praise to the heavens for me saying this. But this man is a Hall of Famer, so give this man the respect that he is due. Because it's hard to go out there and do triple doubles. I mean, if you look at the statistics as far as when you see Russell Westbrook with 182, you see Oscar Robinson at 181, and then see the drop off to the next person in triple doubles, it's hard to do. And as long as the NBA has been a thing, there's only, what, three people who have over 100 career triple-doubles? So, you know, hats off to Russell Westbrook. He deserves his flowers now, not after his playing career is over. Another exciting narrative surrounding this Washington Wizards team, Bradley Beal, St. Louis product, shut out, which we found out on Monday afternoon that he would not be available in this two-game series versus the Hawks due to a hamstring issue. But he was chasing the scoring title, you know, vying with Steph Curry, who continues to have huge performance after huge performance. So it's going to be interesting to see who is the scoring title winner between Bradley Beal and Steph Curry. ESPN is going to broadcast the game tomorrow, so America will get one last chance to see the Hawks on national television before the playoffs. So I think that will add a little extra motivation for the Hawks as they do not, they did not close out the game last night. Well, at all, I just want to just put that out there. They did not close the game. Well, and they still are not getting the respect they deserve in the national landscape as far as the NBA. So this is their chance to flex their muscles and show everybody, Hey, Pay attention to what's going on in Atlanta. We're not flukes. And this team is not a fluke. I mean, if you look at the roster from top to bottom, they have a whole bunch of people who can beat you scoring the ball. They're getting better in the defensive end, and they're building continuity and getting healthier. I know the Wizards are a hot team, and they're a very dangerous team, but the Hawks, 
equally one of the most dangerous teams in the NBA. And there are coaches around the league and executives around the league who are taking notice at what is going on in Atlanta. Obviously, we know down here in the ATL what's going on. We see the games night after night. And we've seen the work, the turmoil, and the adversity that they had to go through to get to where they are now. So you cannot be prouder of this team, but there's much more work to be done. And let's show that work on ESPN tomorrow. But I digress. Let's talk about last night's game. Last night, the Hawks did not close out the game well, period. And although they got the win, 125-124, the Wizards made a huge run down the stretch in the fourth quarter to put themselves back in the game behind big shot after big shot from Russell Westbrook. Just like the Hawks on Thursday night, the Wizards did everything they could to give themselves a chance to win last night, but they just did not win the game. Russ had his record-breaking triple-double as he scored 28 points, dished out 21 assists, and grabbed 13 boards. Rui Hachimura himself added 20 points. Robin Lopez added 18. Ish Smith had 16. Davis Bartons had 15 points with all five of his three-point attempts being made in the fourth quarter. And Nato finished with 12 points. So the Wizards had six players in double digits in a losing effort. Ice Trader Gang. Ice Trader Gang. Trey Young with another monster game last night as his floater game was on point. He dropped 36 points on 11 of 22 shooting from the floor, added nine assists and six rebounds. As I said before, he was clutch the entire second half after a very slow start in the first half. So hats off to Trey Young. He truly won them the game down the stretch. John Collins, who continues to play great basketball, had 28 points on 10 of 14 shooting. He grabbed eight boards, another double-double for Clint Capella, posting 10 points and 22 rebounds. Bogey added 25 points on 8 of 17 shooting from the floor, and he knocked down seven of his 12 three-point attempts. In the last 27 games, Bogdan Bogdanovich is averaging 20 points per game, shooting 49.8% from the floor, 48.5% from three-point range on 8.6 attempts per game in about 33.6 minutes per game. So he's been playing out of his mind. And as desperately as they needed a two-guard to go alongside of Trey Young, who can create for others and get his own shot, we couldn't have asked for more from bogey so hats off to bogey continue to play great kim herter added seven points last night gallo added eight and deandre hunter made his return to the court last night for the first time in weeks welcome back mr hunter it's good to see you he played in 14 minutes last night scored six points and grabbed three rebounds and it's great that we will have deandre hunter for the last five games to get some games under his belt hopefully get some conditioning get his legs back underneath him to be ready for the playoffs he looked good last night his stroke was there he did not look afraid and he still had his confidence so really glad to have deandre hunter back some news dropped today that kim reddish will be reevaluated next week which will make him officially out for the regular season and the playoffs are still up in the air for cam reddish the wizards shot better from the floor and three-point range than the atlanta hawks in a losing effort Hawks won the game, in my opinion, on the glass as they went plus 13 in that rebounding margin. And if it wasn't for a missed Russell Westbrook three with about 1.3 seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter, 
we'd be having a much different conversation today because the Wizards did everything to win the game, and the Hawks did, outside of Trey Young, everything to lose the game last night. But a win is a win, and they get a chance to put on a much better performance against the Wizards on ESPN tomorrow night. Currently, the Hawks sit at 38-31 and 31 for fifth in the Eastern Conference right now. They are half a game in front of Miami in the Southeast Division for the lead. And if they can win out, they will secure a Southeast Division title, which is a great accolade to have, especially after where they've been the last couple of years. And as far as the Eastern Conference itself, the Hawks are half a game behind the New York Knicks for fourth in the East. The Hawks will finish off the season with games starting tomorrow, as I mentioned, with the Wizards on ESPN. They take on the Orlando Magic on Thursday night. So it will be a back-to-back situation, taking on the Wizards tomorrow night, and then the next day taking on the Orlando Magic. Luckily, they're taking them on at home, and then they will end the regular season on Sunday versus the Houston Rockets here in Atlanta. The Knicks will take on the Los Angeles Lakers tonight with a healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So that's going to be a very interesting magic for Hawks fans to keep an eye on tonight. They'll take on the Spurs on Thursday, the Hornets on Saturday, and end the regular season Sunday versus the Boston Celtics, who unfortunately just lost Jalen Brown for the remainder of the season. So my prayers out to Jalen Brown um, and a speedy recovery um, for you, sir, the Atlanta native. So, I know Hawks fans will keep a close eye, including myself, on what's going on with the New York Knicks down the stretch because if the Hawks can win out, and let's say the New York Knicks drops two games here to close out the stretch, the Hawks can secure home court advantage, the fourth seed in the first round, and the Knicks will have to come down to the ATL to play the Atlanta Hawks. But we must handle our business starting tomorrow. Versus the Washington Wizards. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it. Tell everybody about the hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. That's no cap. Numbers do not lie. Share it with fellow Hawk fans and basketball enthusiasts across the globe. Follow us at HoopBallHawks on Twitter. That is at HoopBallHawks. Follow myself Brad Jarrett 67. That is Brad J A R R E T T 67 on Twitter. Sheesh! It is almost playoff season. I can taste it. So hang on to your butts and let's see how this regular season is going to end and where the Hawks end up. So, with that, have a blessed, blessed day. We will be back to cover the two-game stretch versus the Wizards and the Magic on Friday. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.